just under a month away now from Easter as we're going to be celebrating Easter Sunday on April 21st. It's a little bit later this year. Last year we were early. It was, it was actually April Fool's Day last year, April 1st. This year it's, it's later with April 21st. So we're going to kind of jump right into it with our shortened time this morning. So if you have your Bible this morning, feel free to turn to Hebrews chapter 10. That's where we're going to be looking at. Hebrews chapter 10. And as always, if you don't have your Bible, the scriptures will be on the screen behind me. But title of the message this morning is Drawn Near. Just kind of talking about this idea of just kind of preparing our hearts for Easter. Preparing our hearts for the cross this Easter season. And so I think these couple verses just help us get into that mindset. Help us prepare ourselves for the Easter season and just what truly happened that in those moments upon the cross and what happened when Jesus died and when he rose from the dead. And so uh, with Easter coming up, right, it brings us, we think about all kinds of different things. We think about Good Friday and what happened upon the cross. We think about Jesus' burial and his resurrection. And as I said, I think these verses fit perfectly in with all of that. So Hebrews chapter 10, we're going to start with verse 19. It says, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed, with pure water. So this passage, it, it, it's fitting when we think about the cross and we think about the Easter season because it talks about the results of what Jesus did upon the cross. It talks about the results of what happened when Jesus went upon the cross for you and I and everyone else. So today I want to look at two incredible things about Easter and what happened upon the cross. Number one, simply this, we can draw near to God. Simply that, you and I, we can draw near to God. We have the ability to draw near to God. The passage of scripture that we just read is a reminder to all of us that the cross is meant for us. The cross is meant for us. Again, if we look at verse 19, what does it say? It says, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus. Did, we, yeah, did you hear that? It says, what does it mean? It says, we can enter the holy place. You and I, we can enter the place where God is. You and I, we can enter the holy place. We can enter into God's presence. Just like I mentioned earlier, we have the opportunity to go into God's presence. Why? Because the blood of Jesus was shed so that you and I can go into the presence of God. That happened because of what happened upon the cross. Because Jesus Christ shed his blood and died on the cross for us, we can enter into the presence of God. We have access to the one true God, because Christ shed his blood for us, because he died upon the cross. Before that, 
we did not have direct access to God, right? They were the curtain before the Holy of Holies. We weren't, people were not allowed direct access to God like you and I do today. We have access to God. Does that excite anybody? Right? Hey, that's, that's exciting. As believers, that ought to be exciting to us that we have direct access to God. We are not separated from Him anymore. We have access to the God of eternity, the one and only Almighty Father, the creator of heavens and earth. That right here, it's exciting. Right? It blows me away that Jesus was willing to suffer a death on the cross for us. For you and I, God was willing to send His Son, and Jesus was willing to die on the cross for you and me. He was willing to do that for one. God was willing to send His Son for one. You. If it would have only been for one, He would have done it. You. Me. Everyone. God sent His Son. Not only, it just blows me away that the mighty and powerful God of the universe would allow us to also come into his presence, to be with him. I'm so grateful for that. Have you ever thought about the fact that we're allowed access to God? But not only are we allowed access to God, that God wants us to interact with him. God desires us to interact. I talked about this earlier. God desires relationship with us. That's what he wants. He wants that relationship. God isn't simply sitting up there going, oh, I want to see what they do, and I want them to communicate with each other. God wants to interact with us vertically, have that relationship, not just our horizontal relationship with each other. And it hasn't always been that way, right? In fact, in verse 20, it says that this is the new way that Jesus has opened up for us, that there's no longer, as I mentioned, the curtain separating people from the presence of God like there was in the Old Testament. Jesus took the place of that through his flesh and he allowed us access to God's presence. The writer in Hebrews seems to be urging us over and over to what? Draw near to God. Yes. And actually, we see this a couple different times in Hebrews. Hebrews 4 verse 6 says it this way, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let us draw near to the throne of grace. Let us draw near. Hebrews 7.25, he is able to save the uttermost, those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. Let us draw near. Draw near. He keeps telling us, draw near, draw near, draw near to God. Because of what Jesus did for us, we are not only able to be in the presence of God, we are able to draw near to Him. Because we have the confidence in the blood of Jesus Christ, and we believe that the blood of Jesus did what the Bible says, we should draw near to God. And what else can we do? So number one, we can draw near to God. And number two, the other thing we can do is we can help others to draw near to God. Yes. We can help others to draw near to God. Even though the cross was a horrific and an ugly sight, right? We think about the crucifixion. And it truly was 
a terrible, horrific, ugly sight. But it's also a beautiful thing. Why? Because it changed everything. The cross changed everything. It was a beautiful exchange that took place in those moments upon the cross. It changed everything for everyone in those moments upon the cross. The cross is where our spiritual heartbeat begins. Because of the cross, we move from spiritual death to spiritual life in those moments upon the cross. Because of Jesus' shed blood and death on the cross, we can be saved through those moments. We know that through that, we get to spend eternity in heaven. We've been redeemed through those moments. And what happened when Jesus went upon the cross and took our sins upon himself, when we were redeemed, when he took the wrath upon God, upon ourselves, we've been reconciled through Christ. But what about those that don't yet know Jesus as their Lord and Savior? What about those that don't know him yet? John 13, 34, Jesus says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another. What? So we are to love one another as Jesus loved. That's what it tells us. You and I are to love one another as Jesus loves us. But how did Jesus love us? How did he love us? He loved us by setting us free from our death. He loved us by setting us free from our sin. He brought us from death to life upon the cross. We're supposed to tell others about how they can be freed in the same way, how they can go from death to life, how they can be freed from their sins just as we have been through Christ in our lives. Amen. We're supposed to love others enough to share the gospel with them, yes. to share so that they may draw near to God as we have drawn near to God. We need to love other people enough that they will be drawn to God as they see us drawn near to God. We need to love them enough that we share with them their, their need to have a relationship with God. Right? And sometimes that's difficult. But if we love someone enough the greatest thing we could ever do is share with them their need to have a relationship with Jesus. Amen. That's the greatest thing we could ever do for those that we love. So the question is, are we doing that? Are we doing that? Are we showing that love to others? Are we helping people draw near to God? Are we helping people draw near? Are we loving other people the way that Christ loves us? Why do I ask that? Because it wasn't a question in Scripture. It was a command that we are to love others as Christ loves us. It didn't say that we should. It says that we are to love others as Christ loves us. He didn't say, if you're having a good day, love other people. 
He didn't say if everything is going good in your life, love other people. He didn't say if you happen to be around someone who's clean cut and acts like you do, love on them. It says, no, you are to love others as Christ loves you. A new commandment I give you, it says. It's a commandment. Right? Because the reality is, is that all of us have people around us in our lives who don't know who Jesus is, who don't have a relationship with Jesus. And our responsibility is to help them come to know who Jesus is, to share the good news with them. Yes, we, we can't force anyone into a relationship with Jesus. Right? None of us have the ability to force someone into a relationship with Jesus. But it is our job to share the good news. It is our job to plant the seeds. It is our job to do whatever we can to help point people towards the cross, to point people towards Jesus, and then allow the Holy Spirit to come and do the rest of the work. Amen. But it's our job to draw people on to Him. To draw people on to whether it's our family members, our friends, our co-workers, our neighbors, whoever it may be, are we drawing people on to Christ through the way we live our lives, through our actions, through our words, through the way we carry ourselves? Are we drawing people on to Christ? Or are we more concerned with other things? Are we more concerned with our relationship status with them? Are we more concerned about just keeping the status quo with those individuals? Again, it's a commandment that we are to love one another as Christ loved us. Right? We think about Easter again. Good Friday will be coming up. We think about how Jesus was crucified and his blood was shed. And then we'll celebrate Christmas morning and the fact that Jesus' death was not the end of the story, but rather it's just the beginning of the story because he defeated death and he rises from the dead, right? As we begin to let those things sink in again as we celebrate Easter season, let's think about what that means, not just for you and I, We've already received that wonderful gift. But there are many we love and many we know who have not yet received that wonderful gift. So as we draw near to the Lord, as we allow the Lord to work in through us, how may the Lord help us to see others draw near to Him this Easter season? So that, that's kind of my challenge over this next month. Lord, how, are you, how do you want to speak through me, God? How do you want to work through me to help other people come to see you? Because reality is, is Easter and Christmas are a special time of the year where people are a little bit more perceptive to Christianity than they are other times of the year, Easter in particular, where people are just a little bit more open to the gospel story than they are other times of the year. There's just something about it that people are a little bit more open to. And so I want to encourage you, it's time to step out in boldness. It's time to be confident and say, you know what? I believe and I know that the freedom 
and, and, and the, that I have received through Christ. And my desire is to see those that I know and love walk in that same freedom that I have. That they may receive the same reconciliation and walk in the same boldness that I do. And it's only because of Christ. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with you. It's all because of what Christ has done in me. Because of what was done upon the cross and overcoming death and sin forever. Because of what God did in sending His Son for us. Amen? And so this morning, that is my challenge over this next one. Father, help us to know what it is we need to do, Father. That we may draw near to you. And Lord, that you may speak to us and help us, Lord, that we may point others towards you, that they may draw near to you. God, help us speak to us. God, give us a confidence and a boldness, God, that we may be a witness, God, that we may be a beacon, that we may be a light, Father, that when others see us, God, that they may see you, God, that they may be pointed and directed towards the cross. Father, because it says in your word, God, that we have been given access to the presence of God. So I pray that wherever we go, God, that your presence may be upon us. God, that your favor and your hand may be upon us. God, that you may give us the words to say. That you may bring about the interactions, God. That God, you may, you, God, maybe there's some of us in here who have been struggling and, and have been having a hard time, but maybe it's family members, about how to have those conversations for a long time. God, I pray this will be a season of breakthrough. Where God, they'll be able to have those conversations. Where God, they'll see family members come to Christ who have, for years and years have been fighting and have been resistant to it. God, I'm praying and believing that this is the year of breakthrough. God, this is the year that, that they will draw near to you. That they will find freedom through relationship with Jesus Christ. God, we thank you for what you're doing, God, through this community, God, through this church. But God, it's all for your glory, all for your honor. And so, God, I pray this morning as we go out, God, that you would just give us that extra portion of confidence, extra portion of boldness, God, to move forward with your word. God, and just allow your Holy Spirit to go before us. Just prepare the way, God, and that we would be obedient and walk in the path that you have for us. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.